Conversations with Daisy Jones. Conversations with Daisy Jones. Conversations with Daisy Jones. Conversations with Daisy Jones. Hey, let's talk a while. She the community voice with a big old smile. If you want that truth, don't touch the dial. If you want that truth, don't touch the dial. Community resource for number one. She's the best when it's all said and done. So go ahead, call on the phone, man. You're live on the mic with Daisy Jones. So let it not miss you, yeah. Better than the magazine, bringing life to the issue. Having these talks that'll bless you. Every conversation will address you. Every word tastes good like blessed food. This show gon' bless you. So get on the phone, have a conversation with Daisy Jones. Let's go. Hello, welcome to Conversations with Daisy Jones. I'm glad to have you on the show with us today. We've got an important, as always, an important conversation, inspiring and empowering and, you know, a laugh here and there because I like to laugh. There's always humor in the conversation. So I want to welcome you back to the show. Um, I'm talking today with Mayor-elect Carl Rouse. He's a former city councilman and decided to run for mayor of the city of Hinesville ran a very professional campaign, and he is the mayor-elect. Welcome, Carl Rouse, Thank to you. the show. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I greatly appreciate the opportunity. I wanted to sit down and talk with you a couple of weeks ago, but this is perfect timing just before you take the oath as the new city of Hinesville, Georgia, mayor. Mayor, I know. So what's this journey been like from serving as a city councilman to deciding I think I can do something even greater? I don't know if you I don't want to put words in your no, mouth, no, but yeah, how did that kind of come come about? You know, uh I think when you talk about the journey, I, I was talking to someone the other day and as someone who has lived here my entire life, mm-hmm. you know, you look back and realize that directly or indirectly, you've been running for mayor your entire life. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I think some of the big one of the one of the keys to uh, my being elected mm-hmm. and, and the keys to my campaign was the fact that I have been a part of this community my entire life. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I'm a product of its school systems. Mm-hmm. You know, its um, its churches. Um, the, the business community, mm-hmm. um, you know, all, all, of, all of those relationships, I think, um, you know, c- combine to, 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 to push us forward. Um, you know, little things I said during the, during the campaign, you know, I was putting campaign signs in yards I used to deliver pizzas to, mm, wow. you know, I was getting, people were voting for me. I'd been their paper boy. Um, and just things like that. I, I just... It has to be personal mm. to you. The things that you want to accomplish have a greater chance of success if they are personal to you. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, you know, this community is, is very personal to me, you know, from my great-grandparents living here. Um, my great-grandparents being moved off of Fort Stewart mm-hmm. into uh, you know, south, per se, uh, south into Hinesville, okay. you know, when, okay. the, when, 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 when the base came, mm-hmm. you know, uh, Chairman Lovett and I, you know, I, I joke with him, you know, we talk about because we're, we're related you mm-hmm. know, down the line. Our, our families were out Taylor's Creek and Willie, Georgia. And, mm-hmm. and when Fort Stewart came and moved us this way, we always joke that thank goodness that they came and moved us south 
or we I'd be the mayor of Pembroke right oh, now. Oh, wow, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, that is an interesting factoid. So your family resided on the land that we now call Fort Stewart. Yes. And um, the federal government, was this eminent domain to take the land to move the families south? Was yeah. Is that what occurred? Well, well to, to move the families, you know, some families ended up in Glenville and some families ended up in Pembroke. So the displacement was up. by the federal government? Though. Yeah, okay. absolutely. Okay. Um, you know, but um, not to get too far away from sure. what you're asking. Uh, um, the decision to run for council, you know, there have been years where, you know, someone will say, hey, look, I think you should run for council. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we like to do that to people. We like mm-hmm. to tell people, hey, you'd be good at this and mm-hmm. you'd be good at this and you'd be good at that. Yes. And, and, and not so much um, respectful of what those people wish. Mm-hmm. Um, oddly enough, I was reading... Uh, I was reading the Alexander Hamilton biography. You know, Hamilton was all the rage and everything. Yes. So I'm reading the Hamilton biography, and, and there was a chapter in there. I mean, in one of the chapters, there was a uh, a paragraph about how the founders uh, wanted to create the country and the mm-hmm. way the country was supposed to be created. You know, um, the government of mm-hmm. the country was supposed to be created. You know, three of us get together and, you know, you say, okay, look, right now I want you to go represent us. We'll take care of your farm and your family. Mm-hmm. Then you come back and then I'll, you, I'll okay. go and then you take care of mine. That it was never really supposed to be this, um, this professional politician. Mm-hmm. Life, lifetime, sure. uh, 40 years in, in politics. Sure. And- it, wasn't, it wasn't the way it was originally designed. Of course, the country was a lot smaller back sure. then. And the issues were a lot smaller back mm-hmm. then. But, um, and what, what I got to realizing was that what people were really saying was, you know, you're someone that we would be okay with representing us. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't so much, hey, I want to do this. It was people saying that, hey, you do a good job and we would appreciate you representing us. You representing us. Mm-hmm. And so that's how we got to council. And, uh, you know, in this four years, uh, you know, city manager Kenny, How- uh, Kenny Howard talked to me early in my in my term as as councilman Mm -hmm. and he asked you know what I liked about the council and what I didn't like and what I saw so far and I I told him I said well one thing that I always thought we would have about you know the the city council and the way it operated I thought that there would be more collective uh I don't want to say crowdsourcing because five isn't a crowd, mm-hmm. but I thought there'd be more more opportunities to collectively decide mm. the direction. More collaboration of the city. and, and um, crosstalk uh, uh, with uh, the council people. With the council, um, you know, and and I think that I think we've we've managed a lot of that in the last four years. I don't want to take credit for it, but I'm going to take credit for it. <laughs> um, you know, as far or bringing as bringing that dynamic or improving yeah. that dynamic yeah. on the council. Yes, yeah. so I think you know a lot of times we do get stuck in our districts, um, and that's easy because that's who we're talking to, and that's who who uh, who um, decided that that they wanted mm-hmm. us to be in. So, but I think we can get lost in that because as soon as you're elected, I mean you're voting on everything. Yeah. So, um, you know, I, I think that's something that we did, and in that. You know, I heard from all of my, with the mayor being term limited, you know, all the council people, they were very supportive and they said, you know, we, we, we like what we have going here, mm-hmm. you know, and they all thought that I would be, um, I'd be, I'd be a good uh, candidate to, mm. to, to represent the city as, as mayor. That's great. And so, so the council, so, so your colleagues even felt sure. really supportive of you 
um, running for the position. Sure. That, that's that's really great. Yeah. I, well, I, I think we're I think we're comfortable with um, you know without getting into the the day to day and the minutia of it. I mm-hmm. think that I think that I and I, I don't want to speak for everyone on the council, mm-hmm. but I feel like we are comfortable with the direction of the last four years. Mm-hmm. And that we don't necessarily no no we're, we easily admit that there's things that we can change and things that we can accelerate and things that we might not want to do anymore. But I think we're comfortable with the direction, um, and that we are we are pleased by it, mm. and we didn't want to necessarily see any hard turns mm-hmm. away from the direction. I think that um, I I I, I think people are comfortable with the familiar. Mm, always, yeah. Um, and that can be a bad thing sometimes. It, it, it can be a bad thing. It can be a bad, bad thing, bad, bad sometimes. But I, I think that um, that we worked fairly pretty well together, and mm-hmm. we wanted to con- continue mm-hmm. that. And you share a vision. I would suppose that you all share a vision for the city and for the direction that the city is going into. And having said that, though, and while you were talking about it, I, I thought about how many times when. It, I was in the army twenty years, and many times when um one of somebody gets promoted, now they take on a different dynamic. Uh, sometimes those who they worked with as perceived, okay, you're an equal to me, uh, and and it doesn't change. You're still an equal to me, even if you have a higher rank, right? But are 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 you thinking about perhaps some of the dynamics and relationships may change now that you've been elevated to the position of mayor? Do you expect any of that, or how do you prepare for that? Uh, yeah, I, I don't because of because of how it how it how the our city government is structured. Mm-hmm. Um, in fact, as mayor, you're you know the mayor doesn't have a vote. Uh, you okay. know the mayor. Uh, the mayor can break ties, mm-hmm. but there's five council members, mm-hmm. so it, the the odds of a tie are, are very rare. Mm-hmm. Um, so I I don't think so in that regard, because um, our 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 uh, our jobs, our positions are are, are pretty well laid out. Mm-hmm. Um, where there's not a whole lot of interaction. You know, the mayor might you know something might be on the agenda. The mayor might call and might give his opinion. You know, there might be some some urging, mm-hmm. you know, some things like that. But you know, the mayor and and the mayor's office and the city manager's office, you know, they are, they they are representatives of of the city, more so than representatives of people in individual districts. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think that um, various boards that the mayor serves on, um, aren't really the aren't really the same as the as the issues that that uh, a council member for example deals with well like the mayor is on um, the mayor is on the Liberty County Development Authority yes for instance mm-hmm. um, you know and 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 their job in bringing in industry and and, and further development out of the entire county right, right you know that's not really that doesn't as a councilman, would I want to do? I want more jobs in our city. Sure. Or do I want smarter growth? Right. Yes, but is that something that, as a councilman, that I'm a part of voting on or a part of deciding? Right. No. No. Yeah. So. And I think that's a myth that some people may have, and even some citizens may have, that a council member has the power to bring jobs sure. to increase sure. jobs. Sure. Well, yeah. I, I think that we, yeah, well, we we believe that 
that our elected officials run the city. Mm-hmm. Yes and and no. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not um, that run all aspects of the city. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I hear all the time about, well, they need to bring this and they need to bring that and they need to do this. But, you know, the government isn't necessarily bringing anything. Mm-hmm. You know, yes. I, I, but my favorite one is, um, and, and, and we can talk about it. I'm all about this family entertainment and right. bringing more entertainment yeah. options here. Yes. My favorite one is, you know, hey, we need a Dave and Buster's. And I said, look, I agree with you. I said, we just have to convince two people. Mm-hmm. They're like, well, who do we need to convince? Dave and Buster. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> you know? And I think that's a myth. And I'm glad we're talking about this early on in the conversation because people think that the government can just build whatever, bring in private uh, industry, build a bowling alley and all these kinds of things. And sometimes people don't realize the tie to your taxes of whatever the government is doing in the first place. That's not what we do. What are some of the other myths that people have about what the mayor can and cannot do that you've heard? Um, that one, Well, we touched on the biggest one. The biggest one is the mayor can decide what we bring here. Mm-hmm. Um, I know the mayor is in charge of, uh, I mean, every, everything basically, Mm -hmm. um, it's the mayor's fault that, uh, traffic is the way it is, Mm. you know, the mayor can, uh, we could put more lights here or we could like state highway, Uh federal highway that we don't have control over. Um, I mean, just, just. That the mayor is the proverbial they. Yes, 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 yes. You know, the, yeah. the boogeyman. The boogeyman. Here's one for you. Several years ago, several years ago, someone, this is when I worked for the city of Hinesville, years ago, and someone called and said, I, I want to talk to the mayor about my water bill. My water bill, um, there are mistakes on it or something um, to the, the fact that it was too high or something. And I, I simply explained, the mayor has nothing to do with your water bill. Sure. Sure. It, I mean, I think all of the all all of the the small, uh, well, we say small, but it's not small. And it's significant. Your, your, to your, your problem is significant. Yes. No, no question. Yes. I think it just. Um, I think our education mm-hmm. in in government, wherever we got it from, mm-hmm. you know, eleventh grade civics, yes. you know, um, television, yeah. Spin City, um, you know, the West Wing, company. you know, wherever, yeah. wherever it, yeah, right. yeah, 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 yeah. Right. Well. That's right. Um, but uh, I think I think that wherever it is, we learned government or perfected our our things of government. I think that the mayor, governor, president, mm-hmm. they're seen as the the end all, mm-hmm. be all, end all. You know, you go into City Hall, you know, if you talk to the mayor, it'll get yes. worked out. Or I'm going to tell the mayor and then the mayor's just going to wave the magic wand yes. and make everything happen. Um, you know, Hinesville, uh, ditches, potholes, speed bumps. Mm-hmm. Yep. Run for city council. Be ready. Mm-hmm. Ditches, potholes, speed bumps. That you must do something about it as Ditch. a city council person. Ditches, potholes, speed bumps. Mm-hmm. You know, um, every car drives too fast in your neighborhood. Mm-hmm. Now, you don't have a gun. You're not sure how fast they're going. You're not really sure how we can stop it or regulate it besides camping a cop, a police officer in your neighborhood. But you know for sure that every car is driving too fast. And if we had just speed bumps, that wouldn't be an issue. Mm-hmm. But... 
I mean, there's always a process. For you know, everything. You know, your speed bump can't be X amount of feet from a fire hydrant. Can't be X amount of feet from an intersection. Can't be X amount of feet from a curve. So what we don't realize is that when in the engineering process of laying out these subdivisions, the, re- the reason that they go down and they meander and they wind and they twist, because mm-hmm. those, 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 are, those are traffic calming, speed calming devices. Mm-hmm. Um, but on my street, because it's personal. It's personal. Because everything yes. is personal. So, you know, we've we've done a we've done a pretty good job of listening to um the citizens and uh we've added uh to our to our road paving and resurfacing, we've actually added a speed bump component to that. Okay. Um every speed bump that we put down, that's two hundred feet of road that doesn't get paved. Mm-hmm. So it's, I mean, it's a delicate balance. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, we can't put them everywhere, Mm -hmm. but, uh, but I think we, we do a decent job in the districts of listening to people, sending Mm -hmm. out the engineers, the engineer, uh, Mr. Simonson, Mm -hmm. he does a good job of, of, of prioritizing those things. Um, And and we put them out as we can. (coughs) Um, But nothing is ever going to be satisfactory outside of just having your own police officer mm-hmm. in the neighborhood. Mm-hmm. You know, that's the only thing that's going to stop everything. And, and that's not going to happen. No, of course not. We're, and me. you don't want it to happen. Right. That's yeah. not going to happen. So as you approach your, um, the oath, you're going to take your oath on? 28th. Jan- uh, sorry. December 28th. December 28th, 2 o'clock. Where? Um, City Hall. Excuse City Hall. me. I, I wish that we would get, uh, I wish that we could, I wish we knew the weather. Oh yeah. Um, because I, I um, you know, we have we have one, two, three, returning council people. We have a uh, new mayor. We have uh, we have a, a new councilman in District Four for the first time in sixteen years. <coughs> and then me. we have uh, within take uh, replacing me. We have um, the the first Hispanic mm-hmm. uh, council member in the history of Hinesville. Um, as near as, as near as I can remember and know, I believe that, uh, that Mr. Ortiz is the first, um, uh, Hispanic, Latinx, Latinx, um, to ever seek public office. Oh, to ever seek public office. In a, in a, um, in a community that is 13, 14% Hispanic, Mm. Latina. Mm. So I, um, I anticipate it being, I anticipate it being very, um, very well attended. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, it'd be cool if we could have it at the stage in the park. Yes, that would be very nice. Yeah. Um, we have that nice park. Yes. Um, the very nice park. That would be incredible. It would be. Yeah. Uh, but at the same time, I don't want my mom getting pneumonia. Um, you know, so I, the weather, the weather yeah. is, it's a wild card, you know, but mm-hmm. yeah, we, that it, would be nice. Yeah, it would be nice. But I, I um, but it, it, it's a lot to take in. Um, you know, when you're running, you know, you're just concentrating on doing everything it takes to win. Mm-hmm. And then then it's over. And then it's like, you know, you, after a while, after it dies down, it's like, man. Like, you know, like I told a buddy of mine that helped me out, helps you out on all my campaigns. He's a local guy. Been here his entire life. His family's been in politics. And we sat and I said, man, I'm going to be the mayor of Hinesville. <laughs> and... You know, you sit and you think back to when, as someone who's lived here their entire life, you know, when did you think 
that that, that it's possible? When did you think that maybe you could have been, you'd be the mayor of Hinesville? Mm-hmm. You know, when you were in fifth grade and you mm-hmm. did a play, did you go, I could be the mayor of Hinesville? Did you ever think about it? Did you ever even consider it growing up? That, that's kind of, and that's kind of where, that's kind of where, where, where you, where you wonder, you know, where, where you wonder, you know, did you, you know, in, in, in high school, did you ever think that you would be, you know, in, 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 in sixth, you know, in sixth grade, when you're thinking about that, no, you're not going to be the mayor. You're going to mm-hmm. be a, you're going to be a baseball player. Mm-hmm. You're play for the Braves. Mm-hmm. You're not thinking about that in 10th grade as it gets more serious at, you know, 20, 25. When, you know, when, when in your thoughts yes. does it come up? We had our youth council uh, induction the other week and they asked everyone what they planned to be, what mm-hmm. they planned to be, what they planned to be. And, mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, no one ever says, no one ever says it. No one ever says, oh, I'm going to be the mayor. I'm going to be the mayor or I'm going to be, be the governor, a councilman, uh-huh. or I'm going to be the governor. Mm-hmm. Maybe, you know, you tell these kids, you can be the president one day, but no one ever, no, no one that's ever a rare, that. that's a rarity. I know a young kid though, who said he's going to be president one yeah, day, yeah. but that's a rarity. And I'm glad you brought that up because with the youth council, I re- I was reading in the paper, paper about the recruitment for it. Mm-hmm. How does the youth council, what is the role of the youth council with the city government? Well, we had, a. Uh, well, it it doesn't really have a role with the city government. Okay, we would like to get it to that point mm-hmm. where um, where we we uh, where we educate these these uh, these young these these older kids. Mm-hmm. These, they're not quite young adults yet. Mm-hmm. These high school yes. kids, um, where we educate them on how city government works, get them to a point where where they they come up with an idea or something that they'd like to see different in the city. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we can help them take action and actually have it be something that may, may, may become an ordinance. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or, or not if not an ordinance, maybe just a um, maybe just a change in the way we do business. Yeah. How, how many students are on the council youth council and how long has it been around? Um, we started this they started the council in twenty nineteen. Okay. Um, which was a, you know, everything that started in 2019 got mm-hmm. derailed in 2020. Mm-hmm. Um, started in 2019. Uh, the numbers vary. I, I didn't, I'm not sure how many kids are on this yeah. youth council. But do you Eight think nine? the youth council participation would create maybe um, in the heart of someone as they're interacting and observing government and learning more that maybe this uh, is something yeah. that I could do in my lifetime? I, I, I hope so. Yes. I hope so. That's why I think it's a great idea. Um, between between the youth council and then um, y'all, the young adult liberty leaders mm-hmm. that we have, um, the 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 opportunities that I get to speak to them because they come to for city hall for a day, mm-hmm. and and one thing that I that I try to touch on, um, with 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 these children, when I can talk to them to let them know that that. Their selection for these things isn't an accident. Okay, it's not something to run from or hide from. It's okay for them to be to to to, uh, to live in their excellence. Mm-hmm. Live in their excellence. To, to, I like that. Yeah, to understand that they are that they are exceptional. Yes, and they don't have to I apologize like for being exceptional, mm-hmm. and that they are going to do things in their life yeah. that other people cannot do. Mm-hmm. And then that is okay. It's okay for them to. Um, it's okay for them to be selected for everything. Yes. There's no reason for them to, to um, to shrink from it or to be embarrassed by it. Mm-hmm. That that that, 
it's okay. You know, they're they're going to have to make decisions mm-hmm. on their lives, and they're going to go places that other people just cannot well, well, go. Cannot go. But it is worth it. It's worth it. It's worth it one hundred percent. Yes, it is. Yes, it you know, is. Um, you know, uh, you know, leadership is uh, leadership's a verb disguised mm-hmm. as a noun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, leadership's an act. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, and and even at an early age, you can be. People can find what's inside of you and help you bring it out. Exactly. Um, well said. So, so I, I, I think that it's important to like, because I, I think that, and and one thing that young people don't lo- hate more than anything else is some old person telling, telling them, them what them they what think. Telling them what to do or what they think. <laughs> yeah, right. telling them what or they what think. Or what to think. But, but I, I think, I think yeah. um, that, you know, just from, from, from observation, I think that sometimes our, our, our bright, just and our our most talented kids, I think they sometimes get uncomfortable mm-hmm. with that. Um, I I think that, I think that society, we've kind of, we've kind of uh, made it so that middling, that coming back to the middle, mm-hmm. is, is 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 what uh, you want to do and what you ought to be is yeah. be common. Sure, should be average. Sure. Don't step outside sure. of that and be excellent. Sure. sure, I used to tell the kids, my kids, um, greatness is its own reward. Mm-hmm. You know, and these kids, they can be whatever it is they want to be. They just have to be it. Mm-hmm. But anyway. be unafraid, unapologetic about yeah. it. So uh, that's great, though. You've said a lot of great things. But let's talk about what what is it that what's your first year in office going to be like as the mayor of Hinesville? Well, um, you know, triage. Okay. You know, so someone asked me, uh, uh, um, Mitch Boston, who is uh, going to be a new council member in Wartharville. Yes, Wartharville. Um, he said, he asked, he said, he said, Mr. Mayor, yeah, Mitch, what's up? And he says, uh, your first hundred days, what are you going to do? Mm-hmm. I said, I said, I said nothing, Mitch. Our our, our budget's balanced, mm. <laughs> you know. But I, we're going to triage. Uh, we're going to figure out. We have we have five council people and a mayor that have spent the last three months mm-hmm. four months mm-hmm. knocking on doors talking to people asking people what they see yes. asking people what they need begging people for their vote mm-hmm. so we're going to get together with those people we're going to ask we're going to ask our, as our council people what do the people say okay that's what good the, what do the people that's want? really good what are you hearing and then um you know we can't do everything and sometimes the people are have no idea so then we'll we'll separate we'll you know we'll, we'll put that in a shaker mm-hmm. and we'll shake out what's possible and mm-hmm. what's not possible mm-hmm. and then um you know and we'll come up with 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 plans to give the people what they want mm-hmm. or at least give the people satisfactory answers of why they can't have what they yeah. want yeah um yeah. Or, or or explain you know because everything has a cost mm-hmm. associated with it. explain you know what costs mm-hmm. what <clears throat> so um that's that's important then we'll also kind of sit down and see what what we as council people believe are the common vision for the city should yes. be um that's on the inside uh inner workings of the council personally i um i would like to initially spend some time triaging figuring out what we're going to do with our downtown okay from the coca-cola building Mm-hmm. 
to um, right here next to you, Eddie Lee's gas. Uh, we still call it Eddie Lee's gas station. Eddie Lee's gas station. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The um, building on the corner. The building on the corner. That right used here. to be next up in, I think, a city office, a bank, and right on the corner. No, right here. Yeah, the gas station where, well, the the, gas where station, JW used yes, to wash cars. Right across from. Yeah, that's that's Eddie Lee Golden's gas station. Yes. When when we were all kids. You know, Mr. Eddie Lee had a gas station there and, okay. and you know, candy and everything. They're, they're doing something with this they building are. right now. They are. Um, but between there and the Coca-Cola building, I mean, I, I, I don't know exactly. I think it's maybe 200 yards, mm-hmm. maybe a hair over. I'm not really sure. Mm-hmm. So let's say, let's say it's a quarter mile. Mm-hmm. I mean, there are 11 vacant spots mm-hmm. downtown downtown either either the spot's vacant or it's burned out or there's just a hole mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. there are 11 so i i think that um you know through our through our partnership with the hinesville downtown development authority and the mm-hmm. city of hinesville i you know we kind of need to know you know what what is it that we need you know what do we need to talk to our we need to talk to the the property owners mm-hmm. you know we need to talk to um you know our our chamber, our yeah. business community, mm-hmm. and we need to see. You know why 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 are these buildings? Mm-hmm. And what, what can what what do people want? What right, do right, people what, what want do you downtown? Want? Right, 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 what yeah, right. Yeah. What 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 do people? I think I think our downtown. If if you there there's been a movement to uh, to revitalize downtowns in the state of Georgia. Um, you know, if you drive through, if you, I, I recently went to Bainbridge, which mm-hmm. is you know, as far as you can go on 84 and still be in the city of Hinesville. I mean, still in the state of Georgia. State of Georgia. State of Georgia. So I drove through plenty of downtowns and, and small towns. Um, now, their their communities are a little different. You know, there a lot of people, uh, lifelong residents, they mm-hmm. don't have the transit. Have transit and we have the military. That have. Um, but yes. but, but that, that's a benefit for us. It is. It's a huge benefit because in in. You're you're less likely to get burnt out on your city in three years, mm. and then you're going to be replaced by someone who hasn't been in your city. Mm-hmm. So you really can sell someone the same thing, you know. But so um, you know, uh, you know, they they had this movement to do all these bypasses, mm-hmm. and they bypassed a lot of towns, and then a lot of things moved to the bypass and left these holes in oh, downtowns. Yeah. Yes. Well, what's happened is in the state of Georgia, we've seen uh, just a regrowth of all the things that are downtown. You know, we're we're always going to have the big box stores and the neon lights mm-hmm. on eighty four, mm-hmm. and then that. which we're going to get into before we run out of time. Uh, okay. Time of what and is what's coming? There's a lot of building going on in Hinesville. There's a lot of building going on. There's a lot of money flowing through Hinesville, obviously. There is. There's a lot of building going on. I'm I'm excited to see uh, what happens in Flemington. Mm-hmm. Um. You know, I, uh, I I joke about Flemington and 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 having a uh, a welcome to Hinesville sign. Yes. And I told someone, I said, well, I don't really want one over there because I don't really want people to know where Flemington stops and ah, Hinesville starts. Because everybody, <laughs> and it's changing though. It's, it's changing. changing. It's changing. It's changing. It's changing. It's, changing. it's yes. gonna it's gonna be fun. And they're doing they're doing a really good job. They over really there. are. They they're really doing, they're doing are. A great lots job of growth. So what what's coming up? Okay, I know um, next to Applebee's, I believe, is being built right now is. The restaurant. I, I think that's the world of beer. World of beer. World of beer. What? Which, which they have amazing. They have these tater tots that my wife absolutely. Oh, okay. Loves. Never heard it's, of world of beer. It before. is. It's, it, well, it's it's got a. The name has a connotation. Mm-hmm. Um, but 
I mean, they do have fantastic food. Okay. They do have okay. fantastic food. Okay. So, um, so what about further here on 84, uh, the jet fuel station opened. Yes. It's huge. Yes. Um, further down, though, around the Chili's, Dr. Yeah. Dr. Uh, yeah. Johnson's dentistry, yeah, the, the, there's a lot of building going on se- down there. Se- se- yeah, um, that's uh, Seven Brew Coffee, um, drive-thru coffee shop. In the, in the Chili's parking lot. Oh, the smaller gray the smaller building, building. Mm-hmm. drive-through. Yeah, and, you know, and they just okay. and they just brought that building in on a crane uh, oh, on the back of the vehicle. Okay, Great. put a giant train crane and just set it down, mm, which is that's smart. Then, of course, the street. Of course, you have the um, Highway Fifty Five Burgers going. Okay, right there. that's on the almost on the corner, like going into Cortland area. Right before, yeah, on the other right, side. Yeah, Portland, absolutely. Okay. Um, you know, farther down the street. Uh, I think we have the 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 express. Uh, I think it's going to be car wash and a and a quick loop. And and, and I'll just touch on this real quick because I hear this a lot. Mm. We don't need another car wash, <laughs> another oil change, but place, we do another uh, another fast food restaurant. <laughs> and um, one thing is, but every time I ask someone what the biggest problem in Hinesville is, they tell me it's traffic. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Well, traffic is cars. Yes. And cars need to be washed. Yes. And then you have the oil change. Yes. And they need parts. Yes. Then I always hear that we don't need another restaurant, blah, blah, blah. Hmm. Well, or we don't need another gas station. If no one thinks we need another gas station, then explain to me what's happening on the corner right here with this jet. Exactly. Food. Exactly. I mean, there's not a time of day. That you can go there yeah. and not be back. And there's, it's almost like, um, I mean, they've got food. Yeah. I mean, real food. Real food. Yeah, absolutely. Restaurant kind absolutely. of food in there. Absolutely. And you, you turn around and look at what was there. Yes. And what is there. That's right. Yeah. And the $6 million investment in our city is that, what is what it costs to, to completely redo that corner mm-hmm. on the main That's intersection major. in our city. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know that these these newer places they're not necessarily coming here because they think we need another. Mm-hmm. They're coming here because they think they can provide a better, a better, yeah, and a, make a, money doing it. Right, and of course make yeah. money doing. What it. else is coming? Um, We're waiting on Publix, and I know that's going to be Flemington. Flemington. Well, I mean, there's, like I said, nah, you can't. You don't know where. For, you don't know where. <laughs> so you don't it, know where the it line is. Feels like Hinesville. Right, it, but it's Hinesville. Do you know how soon um, the Publix will break ground? Um, break ground. I think they wanted. I think they expect to be open in March of, mm-hmm. by March of 2025. <clears throat> okay. Okay. Um, and I, I'm excited about that because there are a lot of things. Waiting on that to begin. Ah, There's so many other parcels. So that'll be an anchor there. anchor store. Of yeah, and not so much just an anchor store because mm-hmm. of course it'll anchor its mm-hmm. little plaza, but the parcels that are around it, that 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 will also build. Um, you know, excited about that growth, and then I think we'll see some more commercial growth. Um, you know, we we've still been waiting um, off of Veterans Parkway. Mm-hmm. You know, every time that uh, every time that a rumor starts. Something is going on the Confederate yes. Veterans One Ninety Six. So mm-hmm. that's and of course on the other corner, Veterans One Ninety Six, the Wawa. Oh, that's where, going to be on the corner where the right, tobacco right, where it was um, right. We got the cigar one, the one there, to be, yeah. and then the other one um, on the corner of General Stewart and Eighty Four, where uh, Golden Associates is now. Yes, what's going there? Wawa. Two Wawas. Very, the first two in the state of Georgia. Is that right? Because I know in, in Florida we have Wawas. Yeah, yeah like crazy. 
Mm. Like my daughter is so excited about mm. the Illawarra. Interesting. Um, you know, and I think there's some more. You know, we have we have some we have some real estate. We, we have top notch real estate people here. We really do, and and they're working really hard on bringing some of these commercial projects in. Mm. Mm. Um, mm. You know it. And, and and it's coming. It's it's coming. It's yeah. so interesting to see how Hinesville has has grown. And I've been here, military retired here. Um, I don't live in Hinesville, but I've seen such growth in the last uh, twenty years compared to some other um, towns like Ludowisi. It's just phenomenal the kind of growth that's here. But before we run out of time, I want to ask about affordable housing. Yes. Homelessness. Yes. That's um some that's some conversation that's being had here and there many years over the years so what are your thoughts about affordable housing which we know affordable housing it's what's affordable for me and HUD has its own definition definition of affordable housing but what are some of the things you hope to accomplish um, in terms of residential housing well one one thing that I one thing that are that we have have realized over the last four years is that um, we have to, we've got to be in the business of creating the affordable housing. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of times we partner, um, if someone comes in, you know, hey, we're going to do this, this is, what's gonna, this is what the rent's going to be, we want to make an affordable, affordable quality product, da, mm-hmm. da, and then they get here and then they realize that they can make more money. Yeah. Or Or someone else comes in and says, hey, just sell us that. Mm. They haven't. They haven't. Uh, they haven't dishonored their agreement with us or what they said to us. They mm-hmm. sell the property. The next property owner comes in and they hike the rent up. Mm-hmm. You know, we had uh, behind Dairy Queen uh, the apartments right. that are there. You yeah. know, they came to us. They said, "Look, every unit that we do is the same. It's nine hundred fifty. It's two bedroom, two bathrooms. Mm-hmm. Every single unit is the exact same. They're nine hundred fifty dollars." That was what three, four years ago. Three, four years ago, uh-huh. they the guy stood in front of us. He said, "We've built forty two of these properties." He said we we build them and we build them to manage them. Mm-hmm. We built forty two. Uh, we still own forty one. Mm-hmm. There was oh. some, there, there were some circumstances. Uh, the one over in Arizona or wherever, and and you know, but that's just that's an outlier. Mm. We're here a year. They sold the property. Yeah, yeah. Business capitalism. Yeah. What can we say? Yeah. So what we have to do in the city is we have to be a part of building the affordable housing and then running it through our housing authority mm-hmm. so that we can can kind of control mm-hmm. control that. Yeah. Um, now, yeah. now that being said, there's only so much you know. Then, but then then the city's in the in the real estate. Business. There's only so then much you can do. Then, I, then we're in acquisition and we're in building and then we're not going to be landlords. And, and I don't think that's feasible. No, I, I no. think one of the things we need to elevate to the conversation is helping people understand their own finances, their own routes to residential housing, keeping their housing, maintaining housing. We need to elevate that conversation because there is, it is, this is my opinion. It is impossible for anybody to build enough of quote unquote affordable housing for everyone who is going to apply for it, much less for everyone who needs it. 
That's the reality of it, Mayor. That is the reality. That's the reality of it. They, um, you know, we've we've been told, uh, you know, with the way that garrison commanders move on. Uh, so I'm I'm actually on my third garrison commander <laughs> somehow, you know. Yeah, um, but yeah, they've been telling us for years. Yes. Hey, look, we don't have enough housing. Mm-hmm. We need you guys mm-hmm. for more housing. So one thing that we've got to do is we've got to be. You know, it, I think at the end of the day, supply and demand. Supply is, and demand. So we have to be careful that when we are, when 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 we are passing zoning restrictions, and when someone comes to us and they want to build, that we aren't making it so difficult mm. for them to to operate. Mm-hmm. That they take the projects away, mm-hmm. you know. We have a uh, we have a zoning map. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we have a we have a comprehensive plan mm-hmm. that that we've developed. Yes. And uh, you know, when somebody wants to take a commercial piece mm-hmm. and make it multifamily residential, but it's going to be close to some single family residential, mm-hmm. then we've got to work with both sides. Okay. You know, we can't. No one wants a no one wants a apartment complex in their backyard. Mm-hmm. So there's planning that goes into it that has sure. to come into play and sure. to make sure that the proper or the appropriate or the most wanted things are placed built where they need to be or or, or what's feasible. Well we have to be respectful of the residents that already live exactly. there. Exactly. But we can't let the five residents who back up next to this eight acres. Sure prevent the development of the eight acres in perpetuity. Mm. You know, we have I to, understand we that. have to be respectful of the buffers. Yes. You know, ask the 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 uh those builders, hey look, can we get some space here? You yeah. know, we have a code. We have yeah. you know, but you can't make it to where they can't make money right. or they're not gonna build. You yeah. know, you, you stop you let five residents stop you from building hundred twenty units. Mm-hmm. You know, those are, when you multiply it out, that's 300 people that could have had a place to live. True, true, true. Well, what about this Airbnb thing? Is the council going to address that yes, this I've, coming I, I, year? I hope so. I um, uh, And it's not just Hinesville. No, no, it's no, all no, over the, a, a the little, world. A, a little over a year ago, um, a little over a year ago, I and it wasn't the first time, but I got I got a, uh email from a constituent. He said, hey, look, I live next door to this Airbnb. He said, it's what it is. I said, well... We need to see what other some other places have as far as Bainbridge has an Airbnb ordinance actually, um, and decide because it's it's not going away. We need to decide where, where, yeah. where 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 it's going to be because yeah. at the at just just like just like the residents that don't want to live next door to I I'd, I'd rather live next door to an apartment complex than live next door to a to a um a hotel in a three bedroom house. Yes. Which is what that That's is. That's what that is, yeah. Um, not to mention, um, you know, we want to make sure that that all our Airbnbs are 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 paying a significant portion of tax. And you know, this is not just. And as I said a few minutes ago, this is not just Hinesville. Oh, I, I was listening to um, NPR, and it, and and so the city manager in this con this city in Australia, was taught They were debating this Airbnb thing. In Paris, when we were in Paris, we always go, we get an Airbnb. Mm-hmm. That's convenient for us, sure. but it takes away for, from um, housing for people who actually need to rent somewhere. They need yeah, somewhere to live. Man, you are absolutely so it many takes times. away from that. I and mean, you are absolutely right. I, I just think I, 
personally, and I'm not saying that this is the direction that we will go or that we can go, um, I believe that just like just like we have a downtown corridor mm-hmm. or downtown overlay district, mm-hmm. I believe that Airbnbs should be restricted to different um, parts parts of the city. Yeah, that's hard for somebody to hear. I know. Yeah, sure. Hey, but well, the it, reality of it is right. what you what you is what you want to hear is like this is my property. Yeah. Why can't I? Yeah. You know, and that's and that's that's what government is. Yes. Government is balancing. Government is balancing your freedoms and your neighbors' freedoms mm. at the same time. And it's a it's a balancing act. It is. So it, when you hear people talk about the overreach of government, what does that mean to you? That means that someone was told that they couldn't do something that they wanted to do. So if it's something I want to do, I can always say the government is overreaching. It's. The boogeyman. The boogeyman. And that, and that doesn't mean that the government doesn't. I, I, I understand. But, um, and that's why we have ordinances. And that's why we have a council and the opportunity to change yeah. those things. Yeah. But your right to rent your property daily. Yeah. Juxtaposed mm-hmm. against my right to not live next to a property that is rented daily. Yeah. Well... Yeah. That's, that's why we have court. That's a delicate balance. <laughs> that's why we have. That's why. That's why we have court. That's why yeah. we have laws. That's why yeah. we have a constitution. Yeah. You know, my right to want to kill versus your right to want to live. Yeah, and you know the Airbnb thing. It could be maybe, as you said a, a couple of minutes ago, maybe the lot needs to be this size for you to make that an Airbnb. Right. That it cannot be in the condo or the apartment right. building. Right. Right. I don't it, know. And, and, and I don't you, know. you'll never have a a a. a actual number on this but from talking to a lot of real estate agents and um the number of people who are just investors here mm-hmm. and do not live here oh yes do not, and i don't i don't mean the person that was stationed here and bought their house uh, yeah. and moved yeah yeah i mean the people that are that flying might, down to the right. courthouse steps sure. auction sure. they're just flying down to sure. buy up real estate sure okay sure they're not they're not gonna they're not <laughs> I mean, they don't. They, they don't, don't live here. Never right, lived here. Right, and don't care if you live next door no, to. No. You know, so supply um, and demand. Right? It, it's it's about capitalism. Right? And, and one other one other part of affordable housing, and we'll leave it alone. Two ways. You can make the housing. Cost less. Or you can make, people's ability to afford mm-hmm. more, mm-hmm. go up. So one thing that we really, really have to be cognizant of, and we really need to make sure that we're in, and uh, is this expansion, this Ports expansion, this Hyundai expansion. Mm-hmm. Like we've got to really make sure that we are involved in that, mm-hmm. and that we are taking advantage of that, and that we are raising raising the uh, the incomes of people. around here. That's right. You're and, right about and, that. And making sure that that this information that we start this that we start this at the schools early mm-hmm. because there are some people and there are some families that really just, just they don't have the capacity to 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 provide that insight so maybe if we can catch the kids in earlier, the schools that's to can do it and say hey look, i think so say hey look yeah look okay you, you know going to the military isn't something you want to do going to college isn't something you want to do you know you want to join the workforce mm-hmm. here's what we got mm-hmm. that Here, should be a mandatory uh, class don't you think yeah here's what we got Here's what we and yeah, they've done a good job with the Board of Education with Pathways and with the Liberty County Career Academy. That thing is amazing. It is. Um, but you know, 
some real conversations with these kids. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I look when I was I was um, I was at, at in college. I was gonna be. I had decided what what, what job I was gonna have and everything. Da, da, da. One summer, I laid out. Uh, didn't have classes I could take. I met this guy. He's like, hey, come work with me for the summer. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, whatever. I'll do it for the summer. Mm-hmm. You know, now I get back mm-hmm. to school. I'm getting close to graduating. Mm-hmm. Worked for the summer. A guy quit. The boss comes to me and goes, hey, why don't you stay with us and take this job? I don't want that job. I don't want to do that. Then he put two numbers. He put a number on a piece of paper. It changed everything. It was twice as much as what I was going to school for. And it changed everything. It changed everything. But I think we need to let these these kids know mm-hmm. earlier. Yeah. Exposure. Hey, look, this, this is this is a good. Yeah. This is it. I mean, Exposure. My, my friends that went into the military right out of high school or right out of college. You know, we're all turning fifty right now. Mm-hmm. Some of them have been retired for ten years. Oh yeah, twenty. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Some of them have been retired what for ten blessing. years. Yes. You know, so you know if if we can, we we have to really make sure that we're showing the benefits of of going here and and learning automotive trade yes. as it as it as uh as it pertains to uh. EVs. Yeah. If we're going to have the, the biggest EV plants mm-hmm. 45 minutes away, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. you know, back in, you know, this, these guys, and I know we're getting close on time, yeah, yeah. but, but interstate paper, you know, there's all these stories, of these guys that work at interstate paper, the guys that are at my dad's age that are just retiring out of there. Mm-hmm. They say that, you know, they, they had graduation on Friday night and they clocked in at interstate paper mm-hmm. on Saturday morning. Mm-hmm. And, you know, what what thirty years at the mill yeah. look re- what it really looks like? What it really like looks like, and then at again 40, at, at forty eight. And then what has changed about pensions? Because the military has changed. Right. You know, we want to. We should expose. I agree with you. We should expose children yes. at a younger yes. age, not just when they get to high school, mm-hmm. but a younger age exposure to ideas, pathways. Yeah. Um, different careers so we plant the seed freedoms i know we're out of time but um i appreciate you mayor elect carl rouse for being on the show with me today whenever i mean we (laughs) we have to come back we don't have any shortage of things to talk about yes and we won't for four years so anytime we'll come back again and and continue our conversation thank you all for tuning in to conversations with daisy jones i've been talking with the mayor elect of city of hinesville georgia carl riles who will be sworn in on December the 28th, 2 p.m., right here in Hinesville, Georgia. Mayor and Council. Home, Mayor and Council. Mayor yes, and Council. congratulations to everybody. Yes. Uh, much prayers covering you all to continue the work that you're doing with wisdom, courage, boldness, kindness, love, and strength. Thank you. Thank you so um, much. So thanks for being here. We've had a really rich conversation. You all, I always say this when I'm getting ready to close out the show In this day of ever-evolving technology, when I started the show in 2016, technology was quite a bit different than it is now, right? We didn't even talk about AI. We weren't talking about in a broader scale. AI is not new, but technology is always evolving. But remember that a conversation is the most powerful communication on the planet. Have a conversation with somebody. Make it a great day. You know how to reach me at conversationswithdaisyjones.com. Conversations with Daisy on IG. We'll talk next time right here on Conversations with Daisy Jones. 
Conversations with Daisy Jones. Conversations with Daisy Jones. Conversations with Daisy Jones. Conversations with Daisy Jones. Hey, let's talk a while. She the community voice with a big old smile. If you want that truth, don't touch the dial. If you want that truth, don't touch the dial. Community resource for number one. She's the best when it's all said and done. So go ahead, call on the phone, man, you're live on the mic with Daisy Jones, so let it not miss you, yeah. Better than the magazine, bringing life to the issue. Having these talks that'll bless you, every conversation will address you. Every word tastes good like blessed food, this show gon' bless you. So get on the phone, have a conversation with Daisy Jones. Let's go!